just jumped off the phone from the deep dive with Peter. Petey finished third overall. Phenomenal effort, obviously, to beat out 21 other contestants. Finished third, just missed out on that, uh, you know, that over five hours standing on the pegs, but Jericho beat him, beat him there, and Jericho decided to take Tara up to the final two, leaving Peter as the third place, the, uh, the runner-up of the runner-up, and the final member of the jury. Peter copped a bit of heat from Lockie and maybe Tara for being a goat or not, you know, people just being dragged to the end. But uh, if, if you've listened to especially Tessa speaking, uh, if you listen to AK speaking, uh, Jared, uh, you, you know that Peter did a lot more than what Lockie saw. And just because Peter didn't want to work with Lockie doesn't mean that Peter wasn't doing that with anybody else. Uh, and I think by the end of this, you know, we speak for an hour and 15 or so, you'll certainly see that there was a lot more to Peter's game than we saw on TV, and the things he was doing just weren't seen on TV, um, even though he had a big hand in a lot of the things that happened. Now, just before we start, I need to admit I made a rookie podcasting error, even though I've done, I don't know, 150 podcast episodes all up. I was recording another podcast, my mic was on a different setting. And I spoke for an hour and a half to, to Peter, and then I realized at the end that I had it on the wrong setting the whole time. So it sounds like, even though I'm sitting literally at my um, microphone, it sounds like I'm like 30 meters away. Uh, I've tried to turn it up, I've tried to do what I can, but the audio quality for me is pretty crap. But uh, you know what? You're not listening to me, you're listening to Peter. So Peter went for a bit of a night walk, and he had a swing at one point. Um, but aside from a bit of wind, Peter sounds okay. So um, hopefully you can, can bear with not listening to too much of me, but listen to Peter, and that should be good. So here is Peter. Um, well, mate, basically, I've just got a, I've, I've literally just got a list of the uh, order of when everyone got voted out that you were um, uh, involved with, um, and that was Yay! pretty much my plan to, uh, to to go through all that. And mate, you can add add all the the salt and pepper in between. Ah, oh, that sounds amazing. That sounds great. <laughs> well, mate, I guess just uh, first of all, sort of pre-game, um, what was your level of Survivor fandom or interest and why did you want to apply and um, did you always think you were going to get on or was it just a you know really lucky thing? I had no idea I would get on. I, know, I knew my audition video was good. It was just like you would watch it and you'd go, okay, this kid's like crazy and retarded. <laughs> I know, I, my, my sister showed it to her, um, her friend and he was like, I mean, it's hilarious, it's great, but he's never going to get on. Like, it's too ridiculous. And then, what do you know? Um, I yeah, I definitely didn't expect it, but I was just really, really happy when it happened. I was like, oh, this is really good. This is great. I'm really happy now. Um, and I guess, yeah, I had a Survivor Team 21st. I am, like, a bit oh, of a nice. super fan. I don't, I don't do, like, Edgic and all that stuff. So, like, I just really love the show. But I wouldn't say I'm like, a huge super fan. Yep. But I am kind of a huge super fan because I just have a Survivor Team 21st. But I don't know. That's big, I don't yeah. know. I felt that I'm a huge fan, but I feel like there are always bigger fans out there. Yeah, for sure. Matt, what was the, uh, what was involved with the, uh, the Survivor Team 21st? Was there any immunity challenges? Any tribal councils? 
<laughs> I just had wedding with like best dressed and like yeah, best no. dancer and all that kind of stuff. But I was I was considering doing a burning Bruce. I would like to vote someone out of the party, but I thought that would be a bit mean. <laughs> 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 but it would have also been a bit mean. And well, then just funny. like you know, flag some after tortures, music, yeah, all that jazz. Mate, surely you want best dancer, yeah. I did remember that. Yeah, yeah nice. I did. We saw we saw a, little, a small taste of it um, on the show, um, <laughs> but only a small amount. You don't see much. I should do more like I should do like dancing videos on like Instagram or something. But like I don't know how to get the rights to the music without being like, uh oh, that's copyright. So I don't know what to do. So I'm like, oh, I really want to do that, but. <laughs> one, day, one day, one day, man. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I guess, man, when you first uh, you land on that barge. Uh, you're in the pouring rain. What was it like, man? And what were you thinking looking around at all the, these 23 other other survivors? Uh, it was like, it was really intimidating because I was like one of the last people on there. Like, go, go sit by that little crate, you little little person. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and you look around like Lockie's like in this really cool position, Mark's like sitting on a car. And you're like, <laughs> God, I'm the littlest person here. I don't know. It was like, it was like intimidating, but like really cool and really exciting. I was like, oh my God, these are the people. These are the people. Um, and I had to like contain myself. But I just been dancing on the barge, had a fun. But also like, it was a long time. It was a long slog in the pouring rain. And, mm. So just like I think, I think they were loving the fact that we were just in the pouring rain because we were just like, we're just survivor. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was hard. It was fun. It was intimidating seeing everyone. Yeah, nice. Did you? I guess going into the game, did you have a certain type of person you want to work with? Did you have a certain game plan, or was it just all out the window in that first minute? Um, something I said in my audition video that I was willing to work with people of any age, and that like. I wasn't like a young person who would just click with young people uh, that I could kind of get along with anyone. So I didn't really have a set person. I very much wanted to check out the personalities and see who I worked and like kind of see whose personalities like complemented mine in a way and who I could work with. And yeah, that was very much my strategy. I didn't have ruled anyone out, but I hadn't counted anyone in. It was just kind of like I need to suck out who these people are. Yeah, nice. And when you guys obviously do that um, the next day, you guys do that first challenge and uh then you eventually get to your beach what was sort of the some of the first convos you wanted to have or who were some of those first people that you liked the look of i guess i think ziggy actually stood out to me ziggy was someone i wanted to work with at the start um i even like approached ziggy and like tried to kind of form something i don't know if it really worked it was a bit like i don't know it was weird um <laughs> so yeah which is strange for me to became great allies but um yeah I guess I was just like, got to be, I'm just trying to be friendly with everyone. And I wasn't trying to, like, AK play a bit too hard. I was just trying not to do that. So I was just like, just stuff things out. But I was also like, it's because there's not many people come and talk strategy to you. It's like, are they all talking strategy about me? Or like, is this just how it is? And it's like, like ah, it's weird. It's like, you want to be talking strategy all the time, but then you don't want to be that person who goes out too hard. And then it's like, that, yeah, it's a bit of a conundrum. I guess I was just like talking to everyone, just trying to make everyone be like, oh, look, he's a really nice guy. And I make sure people consider me as someone they would work with. Yeah, no. So I feel like it is a bit of a, as I say, a bit of a conundrum now, that especially that, you know, AK was highlighted um, early, uh, you know, in this season of the TV show. Like the, there was a big chunk of the episode and a lot of the narrative was around AK going too hard too early. So I don't know if that's going to, you know, hopefully season three comes out and maybe it'll scare people off being... Everyone wants to talk strategy, but no one wants to be that the first one to talk too much strategy, do they? 
Exactly, and that's literally like exactly what it is. But I feel like with AK, I feel like the problem at the beginning was that he just talked to too many people. It wasn't. I don't know if it was necessarily that he talked a lot of strategy. I think it was that he just talked strategy to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny. I, I think we saw. Uh, it refreshed my memory. The on the reunion show, they showed. AK going around and talking to everyone. I think he he asked her if you were gay and he said he had a best friend who was gay or something like that, yeah? <laughs> I remember that. That was so funny. I was like, this is the word homosexual. No, I love AK. Love, love, love AK. I, I'm not sure what he was thinking when he decided to ask me that. But, uh, I, I, think your no, response was, uh, I think your response was totes homo, bro. <laughs> 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 I was like, yep, I just didn't know what to say. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny, mate. Um, so, mate, talk us through that that first uh, vote. You guys, um, you guys won the first. You guys won the first uh, challenge. Um, yeah. And so, obviously, you had a fair few days to sort of work out what was going where. And I sort of, obviously, trying to piece together what everybody else has said. It seemed like there was like a a good group that Adam was sort of leading, but then it all sort of fell apart. Yeah. That's literally exactly what happened. Adam had a good group. It was Adam, Tessa, Ziggy, um, Kate, and... Uh, why is my brain not working? Tara was kind of in there, yeah? Adam. Who was that? Was Tara kind of in there? Yes, Tara was. Yes, yes, Tara, that's the one. Sorry, brain's not working. It's a fair while ago. Yeah, I tried to kind of weave my way in through Ziggy but it, did, it wasn't really working. Like, it was enough to get me, like, off the bottom, but it wasn't, like... I wasn't in the core discussions by any means or anything. So yeah. I was like, okay. But at that stage, I kind of became friends with Tara as a means to have someone on the inside kind of always vouching for me and, like, keeping me safe and don't in that core line. But then it all fell apart because Adam got that idle clue and then he just, to be honest, if he just waited and not been paranoid about it, he would have been absolutely fine. Uh-huh. But, um... There was, part of the problem was we had that hurricane the night before and everyone was freezing and tired and cold and had really been struggling and, you know, AK got hypothermia, Tarzan had got hypothermia. It was, like, ridiculous. Mm. And so when the next day everyone's building a shelter to try to keep ourselves dry and, and sorry, um, Adam's off looking for an idol, everyone's like, this is, this is ridiculous. And then, of course, the whole problem is that AK goes and finds the actual idol without the clue and then leaves a little string there. And <laughs> Yeah, and it all just rebounded and everyone just kind of came together and was like, I think the mood shifted from trying to get into that click to banding together against that click. Yeah. And that was what really sent Adam home. Yeah, cool, I like that. So, I guess early on, so Adam sort of had him, himself plus, I think, the, the four girls you listed off and you were sort of you wanted to get in there and you thought Ziggy was away in maybe Tara was away in or at least uh, you know you weren't at the bottom bottom but then it got to the point where it was uh, obvious that things were going the other way and that's is that you sort of pulled back then from there and everyone sort of knew that Adam was the man yeah well it worked well because people had known pretty much known that me and Tara were getting close so when things shifted and Tara came with us as well Tara you know, stepped out of Adam's alliance it made it very easy for me to go, all right, well, I'm kind of tight with Tara as well. I'm tight with everyone else. I can't really get into the like, yeah, the best move for me is very clearly to go against it. And yeah. yeah. And it was just like, ride that way. People were starting to say, maybe not. And I was like, that's best for me because I can get into the majority now. And so that's what you do. So, yeah. yeah. 
Nice. And that was the the next couple of votes were relatively straightforward, were they? I think Kate was next. Yeah, they were relatively straightforward. It was just kind of go, go, go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, straightforward. Let's, let's just go with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, because um, it was interesting, I had a, a long... Uh, chat with Tessa as well and how she sort of said that uh, she was already had this plan to vote out Tarzan um, and then Tarzan gave her the idol uh, and so she was after that was like the day after she'd already made this big plan or joined the plan to, to vote him off <laughs> so I think that was um, that was a bit upsetting for her uh, but ultimately uh, worked out all right. Um, Tessa, yeah, Tessa's such a smart player, so good. Yeah, phenomenal. I guess, I guess at that stage I wasn't really working with her because I was close to Tara and stuff and Lockie hadn't pissed me off enough yeah. <laughs> at that stage. So. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but I, I do feel Tarzan very much. Doug, he's going grave a bit. I mean, he's down the idol when he gave to Tessa. Like, mm. Yeah, I mean, kudos to Tessa though for you know forming such a strong friendship that could get someone to do that. Mm. Oh, definitely, definitely. And then it's sort of the, this is the big, uh, I guess, the first real sort of decision, I guess, that had to be made in that there was nine people left, Tessa's the easy vote, you guys have, you know, Lockie's made this uh, alliance of misfits, uh, which was due to crack at some point, and obviously when there's one floater, that's a perfect time to um, grab that person on the bottom and make a five. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess this was a very big decision for me. And at this time in the game, I was relatively close, maybe not like best friend, but relatively close with every other person in the tribe. Like, I was close with Tara. Lucky and me still got along pretty well that stage. I was close to Annalise, close to Jared, had a good issue with AK. Tessa I wasn't, like, close with, but we, we actually got along well. We talked, we, we got along well. Um, Ziggy as well. Yep, I was close with Ziggy. Literally, everybody in the tribe at that stage, I was relatively close with. And I guess what sealed it for me personally was um, Lockie actually came up to me and was like, oh, so it's, you know, a type four. It's me, you, Amy, and Tara. And Annalise thinks she's different with us, but she's not. And in my mind, I was like, well, he clearly said the exact same thing to Annalise, except with me being the person uh... Type five, so I was like, "Well, not really digging this anymore." And uh-huh. also, Lockie is very hard to work with, even like with the the both before the Kate, the Tarzan. Like, it was really obvious that was the move of the team. So I wasn't like going to be like, "Oh my god, no, you can't do that." I wasn't mm-hmm. a kill for because that's what I wanted anyway. But um, yeah, it was did show me that it's hard to work with Lockie, and I felt like I was very much trying to follow his orders. I don't like that, and so I guess. But even before the challenges happened, I had a chat with Jared and we kind of actually said, you know, if, if we lose, let's potentially do something. Mm-hmm. And I think AK had been working on Tessa, Tessa had been working on AK, Ziggy had been talking to people. I think there were a lot of things working in the background and then I kind of led on to Jared that I wanted to do something and then it was like, those people were like, okay, we can do something. Yeah. And nice. so then when we got back from the challenge, I talked to Jared and I was like, what are you thinking? Because I'm feeling like it's the time. And Jared was like, yep, I think it's the time. And so Jared went and like finished it off and told AK, Tessa and Vicky, I'm pretty sure they were already, you know, we're all kind of already on board, but it's kind of just solidified it. And then I played really dumb with them 
So mm. with um like Tara and everyone, then the blind side happened on Amy. And I gotta say, Amy is amazing. She's such a nice top girl, and like, yeah, took her really well. Mm, nice. And as you said, there, there was a, I feel like there was a pivotal moment, um, especially for the Somatow tribe, and definitely sort of, I guess, set the course for the the next few votes, but also solidify that really tight um, five. And I know. Uh, Jared and Ziggy and Tessa, who I've spoken to, all said that that, that five was uh, super tight and yeah, it was looking really strong. To if you guys had it stuck together towards the end, would have been would have been really strong. It was such a tight five. I just yeah, it, it was just the difference in working with that you know Tessa, um, Jared, AK, and Ziggy. The difference in working with them as opposed to working entirely. Like, don't worry, I like them, but it's just. Everyone had their essay, everyone spoke, mm. everyone had ideas, everyone had input, and everyone worked together to put plans into action. And it was just so cohesive and so good and so fun to work with. Like, I, I just enjoyed it. It was just like the idea of working with Lockie again after working with Summer Five was just like, oh my God, I could never go back to that. It's like, once you, it's like, yeah, it's like discovering chocolate. It's like the best thing ever. It's like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And and I, I suppose you, that even if you had a, had second thoughts, it probably put an end to that when Tara when you got back to camp, Tara blew up at you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess a whole part of it for Jared and I. Sorry, I hope it's, I'm, I'm like a swing at a part. I don't know. I hope that's okay. Um, so <laughs> I, a big. I it's not squeaking. Um, a big part of like that whole thing. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> no, that's swing. Jared and I had like spoke and we were like alright don't worry AK's going to take all the flack and all the fall from this and then we got back and Tara's like going off of me I'm like god damn it you're just been getting angry at AK why are you angry at me <laughs> but uh, I very much left it um, but something you didn't see was that I actually mended that before we voted Tara out and Tara gave me like a kiss on the way out and of course she was tribe swapped and that's why Tara was so happy to see me when I got tribe swapped over uh-huh. okay yeah, nice. Yeah, that is definitely something uh, we didn't see, but yeah, that's yeah. that's. I just um, blanked it all on Lucky. I was like, it was all Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Lucky. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think. I think the other tribe um, voted a couple of times after that, but then the next vote for you guys is that Tara vote. Yeah, what did you think of that that night and how that all played out? I was a little bit sad because I, I did still have a good relation with Tara, but I knew we needed Lucky for the challenges, so it was kind of like what we have to do. And yeah. um, to be honest, like that, I think it's all been uncovered that there were actually like two revotes, not just one revote. Mm. And in three out of the four votes, I voted for Lucky. I just I was like, <laughs> Lucky, can you go? But at that stage, I just wanted him gone, and even. You know, I was sad for Tara, but it was like worth what I had to do. I think the Anna Lee vote, to be honest, if I had been sitting in a different spot where I got to vote, uh, vote earlier, I probably would have been like, I'm sorry, Annalise, I'm voting for you, or whatever, because everyone was just shouting it out by that stage, and I would have wrote down Lockie's name, <laughs> and then that year, Lockie would have gone, but then it wouldn't have been that great because we would have cried. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I was like, yeah, I really didn't want Annalise to go. I really liked Annalise. But it was just you're thrust in that stage and you don't really have time to, you know, get a proper plan and you don't have, yeah, time to kind of give it input in that stage. Mm. 
And it's interesting that you said, uh, yeah, um, other people have said that uh, it was, there was four votes. I think we saw three on TV. Yeah, we saw a tied vote uh, and then we saw um, a re-vote, which was sending Tara home. And then there was another tied vote, which we didn't see. And then the fourth vote was the one that Annalise uh, went out. Why, why didn't they show that middle one? Was it just, it didn't, didn't matter to the story, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So the middle one, it was three votes Annalise. Um, the re-votes Lockie because Annalisa swapped the vote to Lockie and then Lockie voted AK6. Mm. And then the other re-vote, um, everyone voted Annalisa except, uh, except for me. I still voted Lockie. Yeah. So I was like, ah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what I'm good at is writing Lockie's name down on yeah. password. No, I'm don't get it. Right. Um, and then you guys got Ben and Henry. Is that a surprise to to see those guys come across. I suppose you were probably expecting having, when you found out that the other two were going to the other trail, you are probably expecting to get two back. Um, had you guys talked about who you thought we might come over? We had a chat. I, I wasn't overly surprised to see Ben because we had all thought Ben was probably on the bottom on the other side. Henry shocked us all. Well, definitely shocked me. I was not expecting to see Henry come over. Hmm. But um, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, I feel like they were really good at not actually telling us much. They didn't really let us in on much information when they got here. Even Ben was quite, like, you know, tight-lipped. Although I feel like Ben could have benefited from giving us more. Because, like, Henry didn't really want to work with us. Yeah. But I feel like Ben did. So Ben should have made it clearer in a way. I don't know. Mm, that makes sense in that he decided to switch across because he wasn't in a good spot where he was. So he sort of has this opportunity to... He's almost got nothing left to go back to. He probably could have or should have gone a bit harder to commit to you guys. Is that sort of what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. um, we we like we talked to him a lot, especially Jared. I talked to him a lot, and I think like there was progress. Ben Ben was giving us stuff, but like it wasn't enough to make us feel really comfortable. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I think um, I think the next thing that then you're. Uh, involved with there's a few votes on the other side but then I think the next thing you guys are involved with is the Super Idol yeah uh, oh Super Idol yeah <laughs> yeah sorry John. yeah that one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super Idol was good um, yeah I guess I don't know I have a lot of thoughts on the Super Idol like, I like it but then it's also it's like it's a it's a team challenge that only one person benefits from it just feels weird to me but you know that, that's the game and yeah yeah it, is, it definitely was weird. And what, mate, what did you think when, when Ziggy came back and had the the story that she told you guys? It was a little confusing, but I, um, what did you think of it? Oh, I lapped it up. I was oh, like, yeah, Ziggy, <laughs> this, is, this is truth. The word of truth. The word of reason. Yeah, yeah Ziggy Moore. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just believed it. I, I, I was like, the, 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 she wasn't lying to me. She wasn't lying to me. <laughs> yeah. I wish it would be more like, Ziggy's going to be lying. Like, in my mind, it's like, Ziggy's trust worthy. She's loyal. This is great. Um, <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah. Mate, and now it's time for the tribe swap. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Time. So, obviously, mate, after that, even if it was a random swap, the only two changes were you and, and AK going across. So, the, the type fives broken off um were you happy to have ak by your side in that i was to be honest when i got there i thought if there's anyone i can pull through this with it's ak so mm -hmm. i was very happy to have ak i knew he was really strategic i knew he was smart 
and I and you know I wanted to work with him. I didn't want to just throw him under. I you know I think I came said in the show like he wants to show me that like it's it's better if we both get through the next person. I definitely saw that as well. The way I saw it, I guess, was that they were probably very likely always going to go for AK over me. And so I would rather make a move with AK, try and get the power for, for both of us, than just to kind of throw him under and stay safe for one vote that I probably wouldn't stay for anyway and he'll be on the bottom. So even though it didn't work out the plan, I'm happy that I stayed with AK. Yeah, yeah, nice. And it, it makes sense, as you say. It's better if one option is you just throw him under the bus and you survive, but it's definitely better if... Uh, Obviously, that puts you next on the chopping block, whereas if you can somehow, you guys can work together and do something, and then the two of you are still together at Moonshine, it's definitely a much better outcome. Uh, exactly. Sure. I guess the only bad thing was Tara had forgiven me after the um, after I initially voted her out, but then I think she couldn't really take it when I voted against her with AK again, and I think that then she mm. kind of lost her. She, was, I was like, pretty much dead to tie for the game. Like, I couldn't <laughs> get her on my side. If she was voting with me, it was cool, it was best for her. She wasn't. I didn't have the influence over her that I had before. Uh huh. Uh huh. And uh, now, Matt, was there a point in that vote, uh, or leading up to that vote, or during that vote, that you thought maybe AK was safe? Oh, not really. <laughs> I mean, no. I uh, like I thought. It's like safe, no. I thought things could have gone our way and we could have pulled through. Yeah. But I didn't think people would go for me over AK. Just because Tara had that huge vendetta, yeah. I had mended it. And, uh, and I had a really good relationship with Annalise as well. So Annalise um, wrote out, she, you know, we gave her a little hug and a kiss, even though, you know, not the actual wrote out, but the try swap. Yeah. Um, and if I knew when Tara and Annalise had gone to, to a sung us, AK then being dragged to the dirt, but my name was actually probably getting a relatively good rap. Yeah. So I was I was pretty content and in the way that I still have been portrayed compared to AK and I from that I knew they wouldn't go for myself over AK. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And now there was an, there was another part in that uh, in that trial that we as viewers didn't get to see. Uh, I had a long yeah. um, like a, a two and a half hour two part chat with with Luke. Uh, I don't know if AK mentioned this in his five hour chat on um, on Ryan Briggs podcast. I haven't got that far in yet, but uh, Luke mentioned that there was uh, maybe a bit of funny business going on that AK uh, that Luke gave AK a, a, a hidden idol, which wasn't he an did. idol. <laughs> he did. Um, it was it was pretty funny, um, but it was also uh, AK put it this way. He said. He, AK reckons it wasn't smart because if he'd given AK that, then AK would have known the votes were going his way and he could play the real idol if he had one, which is true. Mm, but at the same time, sense. we didn't have one. So it was kind of a good way to make us feel like we'd be more kind of welcomed in a way. I don't know. It was good. I think I think we did a good job with that. I guess for me, I was, and I didn't see this, but um, <clears throat> so it was wrapped up and Okay, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, I'll hand in. And Jonathan was like, what's this? And I was like, it's an idol, Jonathan, it's an idol. <laughs> and then it was like, and then I was like, what's this? And I'm like, you have to unwrap it. And I full got up out of my chair, went over, unwrapped it, and then saw it, and I was like, ooh. This ain't no idol. This is not what I thought it was. Um, yeah, I was like, ooh, okay, I'm just going to walk back to my chair now. Um, <laughs> I, so oh, that was good. 
don't know how I feel about the whole fake idol thing, but yeah, it happened. Man, it's interesting it happened a fair bit. Like, obviously, AK had his fake, fake uh, chicken idol early on, and then Luke made this fake oh, idol, and then Lockie said... Um, he obviously had that clue yeah, later down the track, and he he said he had he said he was also working on a fake idol where he had a um, like he was trying to shave down a stick to make it that white and bend it around a bit. So he was also working on a fake idol as well. <laughs> well no, so that lucky. So oh. <laughs> um, now, mate, did, was there anyone else went out between AK and the mutiny? I don't think so. No, it was Ben and Odette. No, just Ben. Just Ben on the other ben? side. Yeah, that's right. And then, yeah, yeah. Mate, so you, what was it go with uh, that mutiny vote with uh, you and Sarah had obviously developed a good relationship then after AK left? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So Sarah was so much my my kind of glimmer of hope because Tara, I was dead to Tara because mm-hmm. I'm really against her. And Luke and Jericho, I, I was really trying to ask you. Know, I had so many strategy chats and I was literally like, really overwhelmed at that point in the game, probably more so than any other time. Yeah. Um, and I could tell that Luke and Jericho were stringing me along. Jericho was like, yeah, Peter, I, I root for the underdog. And I'm like, oh, do you want to make a move? I'm like, no. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so Jericho and Luke were kind of not giving me much. And Tara was dead to Tara. Odette was like, well, I'll vote with you if you're voting against Luke or Sarah and you can get the majority, but otherwise, I don't care. And I was like, Okay, so I, I told Luke and Sarah not to throw a dead under a little bit. Um, <laughs> but Sarah really was my hope because Sarah wanted to work with me and, you know, was really trying hard to kind of use what influence she had to bring me in. So very grateful for Sarah for that. And then, of course, I chose her to go on the reward piece because in my mind, I was like, if Sarah's going to protect me, I need her to know that there are options on the other side that she can work with. And... That was my whole reasoning behind that. I needed, basically needed to reaffirm the fact that keeping me is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just, if, there's no point in really taking anyone else. Like, what would it, what good would have done take Luke, Jericho, or um, Odette? Potentially Tara, I thought, because Lucky really liked me again after AK left. It was weird, it was short-lived. <laughs> but once AK left, Lucky was like, oh my God, Peter's great again. So I think he thought I would come running back to him, but I obviously didn't um yeah uh, so yeah and then when i actually got the mutiny itself i think something they didn't they kind of explained it and then i kind of got up and then there was like oh no peter can you stay and i was like okay so i sat back down and then i was like jonathan are we voting tonight because the way the votes were well i think the votes were going it was going to be me sarah and tara voting your debt because sarah wanted part of it over Luke and then it would have been um, Luke, Jericho and Odette voting me mm-hmm. and then a probably a re-vote where we hopefully would have got Jericho to flip over because um, he would have seen that it's not Luke Yeah. and once he knew that we weren't voting Luke because all that stuff up around is a Sarah or Luke when really yeah. wasn't yeah um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then he probably would have come across. But I don't know if it's all. You never know what's going to happen because it didn't play out. But I was hoping that would have been the case. Anyway, yeah. mutiny happened. And once I knew that we weren't going to a vote had I left, I then I left. And Sarah kind of, like, she knew that I would have stayed had that vote had happened. And uh-huh. I think that was the best way I could have left it because obviously going over was a better, a better choice to me. 
Yeah, so your concern was that obviously if there's three votes coming to you and you're going, where do those three votes go next? Maybe they land on Sarah and then she's three against two. Is that sort of what you were... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. And I was like, I, that is something I would not have... I wouldn't have left had I thought that could happen. Yeah, nice. And you sort of uh, um, almost played dumb in that, you know, when you got back to the other tribal, was that the right move? Should I have done that? Blah, blah, blah. But I think you knew that was the right move, yeah? I definitely knew it was the right move because I pretty much jumped it. I don't know, to be honest, I think it's just something in my personality. I like to get other people's opinions on things as well and see where their head's at. Yeah. And it's good to hear about people going, yes, that's the right move because it just makes you go, yep, cool. And then you know that they're thinking of you as smart strategic as well. So you see it at the end, you need people to think you made the right move. So it's good to, you know, put it out. People say, yeah, it's the right move. Everyone thinks it's the right move for you. And then, you know, if you get to the end, you can be like, I made the right move. And no one can really dispute it. Yeah, nice. No, that's awesome, man. Mate, so merge time. Uh, you've obviously spent time on both tribes. You had sort of four of your type five um, remaining. You sort of had Sarah as well on the other side. and. What were, what were sort of your thoughts heading into the merge? What was the, the, the plan for the, the, the merge ideally? So, for me, it didn't happen the way I really wanted it to, but <laughs> obviously, obviously. But um, when I first got back to Summer Chapel the Media, I actually dragged Luke's name through the mud and was like, Luke's got to go, Luke's got to go. Ah, okay, yeah. 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 Um, uh, I had a lot of little discussions with Jared Tether and Biggie and stuff, and especially with Jared. We had a nice, um, in the middle of the night, we both woke up, we just both went on the beach, we tea break, we talked for like, a, for like an hour or two, and we were discussing, it was like, Luke or Henry? And Jared wanted Henry, and I kind of wanted Luke, and we were discussing and discussing and discussing, and eventually it kind of came to the conclusion, and I was like, all right, if you want Henry, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm on board with you, with Henry. Yeah. And so that's kind of how that all happened. I think Dad had been thinking it for a while, and then I was on board with that. And so when we got over in the merge, the idea was to make people think it was Luke, but then for Henry. But then Henry got wind of it, and then we're like, okay, let's switch it to make it absolutely Luke, and hopefully Henry will vote with us, and we can then vote Henry up next or something. And it just got really messy and really convoluted, and we kind of just ran out of time to strategize because everything was so rushed and crazy and hectic. And yeah, I think a big part of that was Annalise was really trying to help Jared and I because, you know, there's much going on the show, but Annalise and I were really tight. Mm-hmm. And Annalise was really trying to help get the boat off of Jared and I. And, yeah, it just all became a bit of a mess. And eventually, I think what it came down to was Henry had heard his name come up from Jared. And then Henry was like, Jared's got to go. And then he pulled in all the loose numbers and made it happen. Mm. And that's it. Because you guys were in that, obviously, numbers-wise, in the dominant position... Uh, everyone seems to be of the same opinion that they were pretty confident Michelle was going to go across, but that still leaves you guys seven, five, um, and yeah. you should and you should have been okay. But uh, obviously, um, I don't know. I guess things weren't. That's just you know, as you, as you sort of said, it all got a bit messy, and and that's sort of how the the cards it fell. Just, it just got got horribly messy. Man, yeah. and then you guys and then, then then you as a result of losing Jared, you lose Ziggy as well, in that she was um she said she was tightest with Jared. Uh and Tessa yeah. so Tessa yeah. sort of said it was even within that five, it was you and Tessa and there was AK, Jared and Ziggy. And so once Jared was gone, Ziggy sort of uh floated across as well. Yeah, that was 
pretty much it. I felt like, yeah, in some of the top five, I felt like I was closest with Tessa and Jared, and then I felt like then AK and then Vicky. And, like, don't get me wrong, even though that was that was, I still felt like I was really close to everyone. But yeah. definitely, yeah. Um, I think Tessa and I didn't have as strong a bond with Vicky as AK and Jared did. And so I think it still shocked us just because, you know, when she when she played at Super Art Annalise and, you know, I, I really felt like if we could have got Annalise with us, uh, we would have four, what would have gone, then they would have had six. All you could do is pull over one person, make the tie, and then one more to win. It's like, it would have, I feel like it really could have swapped it up and got us into a really strong spot. But um, mm. I do see the logic as well. It was to save Annalise, who Annalise was kind of gunning for Ziggy, and Ziggy didn't trust Annalise, and... There was so much like politics behind it and everything. So, yeah, I, I do want to say that I do really understand where Ziggy was coming from in that respect, but it still just shocked me so much. I just didn't think the Summer Tower 5 was in any way, shape, or form breakable by any means. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah, I think at the time there was so much, uh, I guess, uh, uh, social media backlash. There was a lot of heat thrown at Ziggy for saying she played it wrong, but. Uh, from speaking to Ziggy, it makes, and as you sort of said, it makes a, a lot of sense in that Annalise even admitted that going into the merge, they were going to flip across and vote out Ziggy, um, uh, except I think she won the first immunity challenge, uh, which obviously yeah. threw a spanner in the works there. But yeah, so Annalise was going for Ziggy. Uh, Ziggy had previously voted out Annalise in a pretty vicious way. And so, yeah, there was, you know, they, they weren't together by any means. That's true. I, I do feel though, if Ziggy had, you know, stuck with it, then that would have really mended their relationship in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. It would have been like, look, we can work together. And that could have been good for both of them. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I guess you can't really have preempted the whole Henry Blind that was coming up that would have then put Ziggy back on the bottom, so to speak. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, how was that? You, so you and Tess were running around in the, in, the, in the jungle, sort of jogging on the spot, had to try and keep warm. It looked pretty bloody cold. That was a highlight of my surviving season. Like, that was, like, it was horrible. It was freaking. But it was so much fun. Like, Tessa got back, and I was like, Tessa, we got to talk, we got to talk, because I had ideas as well. But then Tessa was, like, climbing, pulled me into the jungle. was like, everything's in motion. We've got to pretend to be searching for an idol. I was like, what? And <laughs> <laughs> so I was pouring, and we're, like, running and jogging, and doing, like, star jumps, hugging, dancing. Oh, it was just the funnest thing. And I... The whole idea was that we had to lure out Lockie and Henry so that we could get um, Luke and Michelle time to tell Sarah and Jericho. And so then while we were running, we, like, ran back and then ran back out again. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, I think that happened. I have an idol. Oh, it was, just, it was just so much fun. It was just like... <laughs> I'm just, like, sitting in my pants because I was so worried I was going to go home that night. But it was also just, like... Like, you can't... It was just great. It was just really, really fun. Yeah, no, it was phenomenal. And um, everyone sort of admitted that, you know, that there were so many... Everything had to go right and everything went perfectly right. I guess you said you had a few ideas. What were your uh, ideas? Was your idea to get Henry or did you have someone else in mind? I think it was kind of always, like, thinking Henry because I was worried because Sarah had come back and she talked to me and she said... Peter, like, uh, I want to work with you and I'm going to pretend to be angry at Tessa, but I'm not actually... And I was worried that Sarah was playing both sides. Uh-huh. So I was like, 
I want to. I, I knew I wanted to work with Sarah because Sarah was the person who I kind of could trust a bit. And but I just didn't know exactly where she was leaning. So I wanted to talk to Tessa and see where Luke and um, Michelle were. And I, I didn't. I, to be honest, I hadn't even thought of working with Jericho that day. So I was kind of hoping Tessa had gotten Luke and um, Michelle, yeah. and then that Sarah would come on the outside and something five, and then something else happened. But to be honest, Tessa just kind of sort out the whole thing and I was like alright cool <laughs> great <laughs> mate and then next uh, you lose your main girl you lose Tessa and you're you're all alone mate that was Devo that was <laughs> the worst that was actually like oh uh, and what's really frustrates me is that so we were going to that vote and he was all like split the vote split the vote and then Sarah was like why don't we just all dump them on Lockie I don't think he has an idol and, then Tessa, and I was like Yes, I think we should do that. <laughs> but Tessa was worried, a bit worried about it because of the playing on of Lucky. But I think what was really strange and was that Jericho piped up and was like, no, no, we can't do that. We're going to put the boat. And then I went back and I talked to Tessa and I was like, it doesn't make sense that Jericho's kicking up a fuss for this because if, even if we split the boat, you know, if someone plays an idol, it's not going to fall on him. Like, yeah he's not going to take that fall, so why does he care? And, but then, we're like, but it was Sarah who wanted to do it, so surely they would all have the same mind frame. So, we didn't realise that it was before Lucas and Jericho had gone to Sarah, and, uh, just, I think I was, I was, I'd never been so devastated in the game as I was when Tessa left. You know, Tessa was such a close friend, such a close ally, we strategized all the time, and it was just, it was just a lot of fun. It was just, yeah, it was just, it's like losing your best friend and your closest ally. And I was just, oh, just, yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah, mate, so you do lose your close friend um, and your closest ally. And, mate, what are you thinking next? What do you what do you do next? What are you thinking uh, to, I guess, avoid being just the next one to go home? So I guess the good thing about that tribal was that, you know, it really divided Michelle. Um, it really pissed her off that they went against her. And so the first thing I did was I went and I went, all right, I need to build a relationship with Michelle. And they really glaze over the whole relationship building. And they're just like, Michelle and Peter are now a pair. And it's like, well, mm. yeah. Um, mm. So I kind of was like, talking to her, like, oh my God, I cannot believe Sarah just did that. And Michelle was, you know, even without me saying that, Michelle was like livid about it. So I was just kind of adding and adding anything I could to be like, wow, I can't believe they did that. Wow. Um, and yeah, as you know, Michelle got pissed. I think from my point of view, at that point, I had so many bad relationships. Not bad, but like Luke and Jericho and Sarah had just burned me with taking out Tessa and me and Luke and even me and Jericho had been a bit rocky before. Sarah, I felt like she was saying something like that. I just had no idea where she was at. Yeah. Rocky obviously was never going to get along with Rocky. Yeah. Tara, her was a little bit fragmented and Ziggy had backed at me and I had no idea where, what, what she would do. I just didn't know where her loyalties lied. So Michelle was like my only real option at that stage, which was weird. Mm. Um, so I kind of formed a little alliance with her. And then I guess for me, my game then really became about navigating from a point of necessity because I need to make sure people always needed me and needed my vote because otherwise people didn't have a reason to keep me around because I didn't have the loyalties and the relationships and the trust that I had with, you know, all my allies like Annalise and Tessa and Jared and AK and all people who have been burned down. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, nice. I think it was very much 
go along. For, for the eight, it was very much Michelle wanted Sarah. That worked for me. I even said in one of my confessionals that at the final eight, I wanted Lockie, um, Luke, Sarah, and Ziggy gone in the next four in any order. I mean, I was not behind all of them by any means, but um, especially the Sarah one, I wasn't really behind. Mm. But it was always a conscious decision that I wanted those to go and that if the vote was going to fall on someone who wasn't them, I would have done everything I could to change that. So yeah. nice. when I was going to Sarah, I was like, cool, all right, going to Sarah. And, you know, Sarah left. Uh, I guess the one thing is with the... Um, Ziggy's idol and playing it for herself at night, I was pretty shocked. Um, mm. But I do understand she just had that paranoia because it, it does creep up and you never know. And yeah, I guess there's a lot of stuff about me saying, um, play for Michelle. But in, in my mind at that stage, I just, I knew the votes were going towards Ziggy. Yeah. And so in my mind, I was like, Surely you're not going to play for yourself. And then I knew Sarah was <laughs> for Michelle because Sarah had been like to me. She was like, "Oh, Peter, you're on board." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm on board." I had no idea what she was talking about. And she goes, "Michelle, yeah." And I go, "Yeah, Michelle, yeah." Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Yes." <laughs> so. Uh, then when Zeke went up, I was like, no, take for Michelle, because I was worried that Sarah had put some sort of camper plan together. Mm. But, um, and I definitely didn't want Michelle going, because she was pretty much my only, like, ally or person that I trusted at all at that stage. Yeah, it's interesting that you said um, that the next episode, we see Michelle in, uh, in a confessional saying there's three pairs, there's uh, Luke and Jericho, there's Lockie and Tara, and then there's... Uh, me and Pete and then Ziggy sort of the the floater and yeah it's interesting that you say that we didn't really like it's sort of almost a bit random like as you said we sort of didn't see a whole lot of when did Michelle and Pete get together but now Michelle's saying that they're a really tight tight pair so that makes sense that yeah. then um, you are uh, I do feel yeah. like the um the show or uh, what did I even say the show often like glazed over my like social relationships even at the start I was so close to Tara and we really done so much bonding and the show was just like Peter and Tara are now a pair. It's like, what? Where did I come from? It's like, okay. If you think so, um, yeah, it was just really weird. It was like, yeah. Um, so anyway, that happened. Sarah left. And then at the seven, it was interesting because they kind of made it look like Michelle was the swing vote, but really, I was the swing vote. Mm. Um, so it was Lockie, Tara, Ziggy wanting Luke out. Jericho and Luke wanting... Yeah, that, and that makes sense. Michelle and myself in the middle, and I wanted Luke and Michelle wanted Ziggy, and we mm. had a chat, and Michelle was like, "I want it to be Ziggy," and I was like, "I'm not voting Ziggy, I'm voting for Luke." And part of my, I was just really upfront with Michelle because I was worried that had I done what um, Sarah did and like betrayed her and you know not vote with her and yeah. not tell her, then you're burnt. Then yeah, then I'm burnt by Michelle. Michelle would be like, oh my God, that bitch. Glacial <laughs> <laughs> would have came for me. Glacial would have came for me. So I was very upset that I was, wasn't going to get there. And because I was so upfront, well, she was kind of like, well, then there's no point me just voting, you know, yeah. against the majority. So she voted with me as well. Um, yeah, and then that's kind of what happened. But in my mind, Luke was just so much of a bigger threat 
he he had like he was so good socially. He was pretty good in challenges. He could draw people back in. He just he was strategic. Like it was an opportunity to get rid of Luke, and I wasn't going to let that go. Yeah, no, nice, no good call. And it was interesting that you say as well that you um were you know after Tessie goes out, you sort of the way you were um, getting back on with people was from a strategic point of view, saying that how they always playing up, how they needed your your vote. It wasn't from the the personal connections or anything else. It was from that strategic point of view that how you can best benefit them. I like that as well. Yeah, eventually it became about that. My social ties are pretty gaunt fat. Even um, when I did go to vote out Luke, I said to Jericho before the title, I said, Jericho, even if we don't vote together tonight, know that I really want to work with you. And because I wanted, part of the reason I'm getting with Luke is that really opened up Jericho as a person to work with as well, because Jericho was very much under his wing. So very much my plan after that was actually to get me, Michelle, and Jericho as a three, but I was hoping to go for Lockie before Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Because even Tara was on board with Lockie, and so it would have been a 4-2. Um, mm. But then the problem was that Lockie won immunity, so I was like, well, I wanted... And I was a little happy with it, because it actually showed... I guess this is where my edit actually came out, and I like showed me a bit, and I was like, oh, oh, I do this, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so then in that final six... Um, as I said, I, I wanted, you know, the final four to be me, Tara, Michelle, and Jericho. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted you know, Sarah, Luke, um, Ziggy, and Rocky out. So as soon as Rocky won immunity, in my mind, I was like, it's got to be Ziggy. It's got to yeah. be Ziggy. And so I, I just did everything to talk to Michelle. I talked to Michelle and Jericho, and they were on board with it. And then I was like, all right, I think I can get Tara to flip. And then I talked to Tara, talked to Tara, and I just, you know, sold up to her that, you know, you really do have options, you know, at this stage in the game, you have to be, you know, making your own moves and playing for yourself and letting, you know, Lockie go and all that stuff. And and so, yeah, that's um, how I guess I got Tara on board a little bit. I think Tara was very much, I think Tara made the right decision for herself as well at that stage. I mean, I think she needed to break free from Lockie and even show that she was willing to, you know, it's weird because Tara said her decision on that was because she didn't want to go to Rock. She didn't want her game to be based on Rock. And everyone else was willing to go to Rock. But I do still think it's respectable to say, hey, I don't want to go to Rock. And that's my thing. And it's, it's, I feel like people can see that as a weakness, as doing something because you don't want to go to Rock. But I also can see it as like a strength. It's like saying, hey, I know I've got control over this situation. Yeah. And I can, you know, if I don't have to do that and I can stay in the game 100%, then I will stay in the game 100%. And, you know, for her game, I think that was the best move for her. And just like for the rest of us, I think the best move was to put up that you know, ostensible front of that, you know, we're going to go to we're going to go to Rock, we're going to go to Rock, so come with us. And, you know, I think part of it was the fact we were so like, yes, we're going to Rock. I think they didn't show up, but Michelle had a full-on, like, blowout with, like, Lockie being like, Lockie, you can't tell me what to do. Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> love her. Um, <laughs> Man, it's yeah. funny that you say that uh, it is like that is not. It's not saying that it's a weakness. It is that that ultimate control, and that she was the one vote that uh, meant that Z went home because it could have gone to rocks without her vote. But I guess the only thing was she was sort of playing it up. It's you know she was playing it up in tribal as you know I'm so confused. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I should do. Uh, everyone at home on the couch knows what she's she should do. But then she 
goes uh, in her voting confession and says, "Look, I knew the whole time it was just it was just an act. I was just playing it up." Um, but the only people who yeah. the only people who don't see that is the jury. They're the only the people who don't see that she knew the whole time and she did have a plan and she was just playing it up. Yeah, I think that was quite silly. Um, I'm not exactly sure why she did that. I think, you know, we talked to her before. I think she knew before tribal from our chats and stuff mm. that what she was going to do. You don't go into tribal going, oh, I wonder what I'll do. You, you, you generally have an idea what you're doing before you go to tribal. Yeah. But, you know, I'll be honest, she hadn't even told... She told me she was... I, I had a really good idea she was going to come over with us, but I still felt that little bit of concern during that tribal, and I still was like, I really got to to her, just make sure, reaffirm in her mind that this is the right move for her. And, yeah. Yeah, nice. We're just happy to kind of move off. Nice. Um, and then, obviously, the next one, finally, Lockie lose immunity, uh, and here's the, the obvious vote. Um, yeah. Time, time to get... Man, so how many times did you written his name down? You wrote his name down three times in one tribal. There must have been a few more uh, than that as well. <laughs> yeah, look, besides the times he... Yep, yep. So I voted for him three times then. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that was my fifth time I voted for him in the game. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> Which is, you know, solid. Because he won immunity three times, so... <laughs> exactly. Um... Yeah, I was, I was, I was really happy with nothing. I you know what I was not happy about when Michelle won that reward. I was really happy Michelle won that reward. I was not happy that those three won the picnic, and I had to go back to the beach <laughs> just for one. Like, it was just really awkward. It really was. It was like, oh yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, we could you could just tell from watching that you guys did not not get along by that point. Would, mate, was that sort of? Do you think that was Michelle's plan that uh, she knows that there's no chance that you guys are going to be able to work together? Whereas if she had left Tara, that there's a chance Lockie could work on her and get something happening. Yeah, I I, I really hope that was part of Michelle's strategy. <laughs> um, I did know I didn't really know at the time, but Michelle at the final four they all wanted to get me out. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I wonder if that, that was actually just a core three they didn't know about. Oh, really? But I wonder, I don't know. But then I, I do feel like Michelle, I don't know if that happened after or not. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, it did, it did make me worry when she didn't choose me to go. Mm. But I did, I had an idea of being lucky. And I just kept playing up, he doesn't have an idol. He doesn't have an idol. He doesn't have an idol. Please vote him out. Um, and yeah, it happened, and I was really happy. Yeah, nice, mate. So the next, so is it, so, um, yeah, it's interesting to hear that they they were going they were going to vote for you as number four, um, but obviously that was when you won your uh, immunity, yeah. Immunity, yes, <laughs> oh, glorious. Uh, I was really happy that they weren't very good at puzzles because that, yeah, how I won it. Yeah, but it was good. It was a good challenge. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was pretty involved. Oh. It was so fun. It was, just, it was like, I know, I felt really confident going into it as well. I was like, I can do everything relatively well except for the balancing. And yes, I struggled with balancing. But everything else I did, all right. And like, I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'd say one of my favorite challenges. Yeah, nice. Uh, I have a lot of favorite challenges though. So it's like, should, man, they're, all it. good. 
forgot to mention this. Well uh, the, I forgot to mention this the first time we chatted, but mate, one of the the highlights from the first couple of episodes, mate, was that rope climb where you just absolutely beasted it. <laughs> so Mark Mark the army man comes in with his uh, full strategy technique. Obviously, you've done it before, getting the feet up really high, and then then the arms. Mate, you just went just full brute force, arm strength, just pulled pulled yourself right up to the top. <laughs> It was so funny. Even like before the challenge, they were like, we were like, because like, you have to pick people. I was like, oh, maybe I can do it. Maybe we'll see. And they were like, all right. And then they, were like, they came over and like, all right, you guys ready? And they're like, well, and our whole team was like, what if no one can get up the rope? And they're like, you'll be out of the rope. And we're like, no, no, no. What if no one can? Yeah. We just had, I just, we just had no idea if we could do it or not. Like, I know it was weird. And then when I got there, I just was like, bam, 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 bam. Oh. So good. Well, yeah, like so many tech, they like, wow, Peter, you know you can find a leg like that. <laughs> I should, yeah, should like that somewhere. <laughs> but, it, but it was phenomenal, man. It was just absolutely just destroyed that. Just first time, just beasted it. <laughs> um, yeah, I should, I should get into some more rope climbing. I don't know. I guess I'm that person who does a lot of arm strength and stuff, but often skips leg day. And yeah. in that challenge, it paid off. So, <laughs> you know, did my legs behind that rope at all? I was just, the legs were dangling. I was just, yeah, it was just all arms. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, mate, so I, I, I choose a little bit off track, but obviously, so you win immunity, um, and it makes a lot of sense to vote Jericho out. Out of that, um, obviously, you won immunity, and out of Michelle, Tara, and Jericho, if I'm sitting in your seat, I'd be thinking, let's get Jericho out, and that makes a lot of sense. How did you manage to talk Tara around? Did you think she was voting with you guys? It seemed odd. I did think she was voting with us. So it was really weird. So I got I got back to the beach, and Michelle was great. She just handed me the power. She was like, everyone wants one on one with Peter. Everyone's going to have one on with Peter. That's what we're going to do. And I was like, I love you, Michelle. I really <laughs> love you. Uh, <laughs> so I went and talked to Michelle, and I was kind of like, I want Jericho. Talked to her, talked it up, and she was kind of on board. Um, went and talked to Jericho, and Jericho wouldn't give me a name. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I just got to see my options. And I didn't want to give him a name because he didn't want to use that against me. Mm. And so then I went and talked to Tara, and I was like, I want Jericho, I've got to give Jericho a name. And Tara was really good. She was like, you can give him my name. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. And I talked to her, and like, I really said to Tara, I was like, you know, I want to go final two with you. And it was the truth, I did. Um, mm. I really tried to sell that, you know, Jericho's the right move, Jericho's the right move. But I guess something that had happened in, you know, the jury vote out was how Tessa called out Tara being the weakest player. Mm-hmm. And from that, Tara had very much thought, oh, I've got to do something. I've got to make my own move. And I think very much her own move at that stage was voting out, um, voting against Michelle. Mm-hmm. She was like, damn it. And, but yeah, so basically after that, I went back to Jericho and was like, um, I'm, yeah, it's going to be Tara. You know, really just not impressed. I just told him some really crappy story. And he's face lit up, and I think he bought it. But then I, I don't know how long he bought it for because it was he. You saw that he kind of came to the conclusion that we were lying. But um, mm. after a while, I, I then went and grabbed Michelle, mm. and I was like, Michelle, can we just have a quick chat? And Jericho knew knew about this. He he thought I was telling Michelle to Tara, <laughs> but uh, really I was. Yeah. But really, I was like. It's still Jericho, he thinks I'm telling you it's Tara right now, and that's why I pulled you away. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was what was happening. And then, and then Michelle kind of got a bit cold feet and was wanted to talk. And to be honest, 
it was right for her because Michelle was really smart. She knew that she wasn't going to get, um, well, she knew she had to be taken to the end by someone. She knew she wasn't going to win that last challenge. Yeah. And so she kind of was laying up that. And for her, her best move was Tara because she probably would have beat both Jericho and myself in the final two. Mm. And Tara was the point you know, everyone wanted to bring to the end because Tara was the easiest to beat, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so by taking out Tara, it really increases the likelihood that she's going to get taken to the end, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and okay. so, and to be honest, even though I, now that I look back on it, I think Jericho, um, Michelle's a better player, I was more worried about Jericho and Jericho claiming all of Luke's moves and stuff. Mm. And I probably would have taken Michelle over Jericho. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of different ideas, I guess, I hadn't hadn't considered. But yeah, no, that makes that all makes a lot of sense for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but so Michelle was kind of realizing that, and I really sold it hard. I sold it to her that you know Jericho then who beat all of us. We had to get Jericho out, and yeah, she she was on board for that. And so then, and I, I don't know why I just really thought Tara was the board, but Jericho had been working on her as well. And Jericho, you know, kudos to Jericho. He did a really good job. He managed to get her to flip and kept her alive, and especially won in that game. Probably one of the best news I reckon he did. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I'd agree with that as well. And mate, that that last uh, challenge, man. What do you think as you you round the corner and see the those ominous poles standing there? Oh my god! In my head, I was just like, surely not, not that one. <laughs> Please, don't. why? <laughs> I was so jealous. I was also, I was also a little bit disappointed that they repeated something, but also it's like. It's really hard to get excited for something that you watch everyone cry and scream and be like in torturous pain about just a year earlier. I was just like, ooh. <laughs> Look how I feel around now. I've been starving for four days, now I'm gonna go down this pole. But you know what? As messed up as it was, I feel like that was the challenge that was the best for like personal growth, if that makes sense. Like I feel like I got so much out of doing that challenge in just like growing as a person and learning about myself and yeah. Man, and I feel like that's worth so much. It would have seriously taken you to the the edge, I guess, of really testing your limits, that's for sure. It, it does. Like, uh, you've just been paying for so long, and sometimes you're just, like, there, and you're just, like, it's just emotionally draining. You're cold, you're shivering, you're freezing, you're wet. You're, mm-hmm. you're in pain, and then it's just, you're just thinking about stuff constantly. And there are times where you just, like, cheer up, and you have a little, like, cry to yourself, and you pose yourself, and you keep going, and you talk, and you chat, and you just push on. It, it's... Yeah, it's seriously messed up. Yeah, nice. It was interesting you guys were uh, trying to keep Tara in it. I would have been thinking, yeah, no, drop off Tara. Then I've only got one more person to beat. (laughs) It's weird, but like, I don't know. I I guess I didn't really ever feel like that pole battle was between me and Tara. I always felt like that battle to me was between me and Jericho. I thought if Tara won, there's a a small chance he might take me over Jericho. Yeah. But... I knew there was no chance Jericho would take me, and I knew Jericho was very good at endurance challenges. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, it was, yeah, I was just, yeah. Oh, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was great. It was great. It was, it was messed up. It was great. <laughs> Mate, you looked broken at the end. Um, how was that uh, calling well, calling JLP over? Uh, yeah, I think I started saying that. I started like crying as I said it. It was, it was just, I think. 
it was like, I was in so much pain, and then also, I guess, I knew I couldn't go any further. And that's what kind of makes it okay. Knowing that you can't go any further makes it, yeah. like, you've done everything you can, you can't get angry at yourself. But by the same token, there's that realisation, and I knew Jericho wasn't taking me under almost any circumstance. Yeah. So, it was, it was both losing the challenge, being in heaps of pain, not being able to walk, and then knowing that your survivor journey was potentially coming to an end so close, and I really was broken at that stage. Mm-hmm. I guess that's why I think he's so kind of composed in the final trial, because I knew, I knew what was coming. I'd had that night and that day to kind of process it all and get my head around it and put my last pitch in and do the last thing that possibly could to try and stay in um, and to kind of just tell my dad that, you know what, it, it is what it is and you've done a really good job and you should be really proud and, you know what, yeah, there's not much, sometimes you just don't have control over everything and you, just only, you can only do what you can do. Yeah, no, for sure. No, that's so true, man. And I think but it was interesting to uh, that you and Tara were both sort of pitching who was the better, more deserving player, when really, if if you're Jericho and the one choosing, you want to take, as much as you might say, he wants to sit next to someone deserving, he wants to take the person he's most likely to beat, yeah? Yeah, well, yeah, but the, I guess I agree, and I definitely did think of this, but I also thought, you're saying this in your final tribal, in, in the second final tribal, yeah. final tribal, in front of the jury, and if yeah. you're going there, okay, Hey, I'm a weak player. <laughs> yeah, you um, can't. Well, might There's not no work. Um, yeah. So that was never going to fly. So I guess my strategy then became all about saying, "Hey, um, I'm the stronger player, but you've based your whole game around risk and being a risk taker and being like you know a player who's not afraid of making big moves and stuff. Mm. If you take charge, you've undermined your whole game, and that will discredit you." more than taking a stronger player like me would hinder you. For sure. So that was kind of my mentality behind it. I I wish I had also played up the fact that, hey, you can't test a home from the jury, which directly weakens me. If you take Tara to the end, that was like a dumb move. And so mm-hmm. it actually taking Tara weakens your game as well in that respect. I wish I had done that too. So Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it's almost but, like Lockie had sort of planted these seeds of... Beat you to be the best. You got to beat the best, and he was. He'd been talking this up for a long time, knowing that he's obviously the big physical threat. He's trying to save himself um, in that instance, and that sort of it sort of got to a, uh, I guess a few people. And that Sarah mentioned it on her way out as well, and people were talking about it a little bit. Yeah, look, I I think that was what people said, but I don't feel like that's what people actually. Yeah. I know for me, I wanted to take the easy person. I know Jared wanted to take the easy person. I think. Most people wanted to take someone they could beat to the end because that's Definitely. what logical. Um, I feel like if you're, if you're knowingly trying to take someone that you know you can't beat to the end, then it's kind of like, why, yeah. why are you playing? <laughs> yeah, like, like a woo and, and, and Tony. Um, and I think I even said in one trouble, I know, I think other people potentially repeated it later, but I said, like, you know, maybe you want to take the best to the end, but if you voted someone out, then you've already, you know, Sorry, maybe you want to beat the best at the end, but if you voted someone else, they're technically already beaten. So, yeah. you know. And then it was weird because Lockie's whole reason to take out Luke was that you weren't going to beat him. And it's like, but Lockie, you want to beat the best. <laughs> Come on, Lockie, what's going on? Yeah. What's going on here? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. I love it, man. And, mate, so what did you think of... Um, obviously, you voted for 
Tara, and you said, we sort of spoke about last time why Hart, um, Jericho turned a little bit nasty, took a few gags a bit too far. Um, yeah, I think he's, he, I, I think, I don't think he meant to be nasty, I think he just meant to be cheeky, but I do think he took it too far without realising, uh, yeah, uh, with the final four, he did a little talk behind my back when he won that five making challenge, and then the final three seeing, um, bar, bar, black sheep behind my back when he got voted out, and I guess, I guess, really, I probably would have still voted for him, but he got asked to apologise a lot in that final travel, and he never did, and he kind of was just like, no, I'm not going to. Even when I explicitly getting called out, and I was like, well, mm. you haven't done anything to kind of earn my vote, and every vote differently and is based on different things, and if you really blatantly said, no, I don't want your vote, then I'm not going to give you my vote. Exactly. So, yeah, that, that was the way I thought of it. And it's like, he did deserve to win, he was the better player, but, you know, if you don't, Pit to my vote, then you don't deserve my vote. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. No, that's and, and that's um, yeah, that was going to be our next question. Was do you think he deserved to win? And you sort of answered that, but it also makes sense that you didn't vote for him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so I guess in um, in summary, we've got through the 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 whole lot there. What was uh, the highlights, the lowlights? What were some of your best moves? Um, anything else you want to you want to um, or anything we've missed or anything else like that? Alright, highlights, 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 highlights. Um, the first challenge, the rope and just winning it. I like, oh, yeah. I've never like, like team sports and it felt like winning a team sport and it felt really freaking good. Like, wow, like, oh my god. I also love the challenge where you're on the log and you have to go around people because I was absolutely retarded at it and <laughs> I kept like, well, like, I, I, <laughs> it was actually funny. So we went to get on that one and then I fell off before when I take like a step on the log. And then A walking with Odette next next to him just to go on off and was like, Enjoy your barbecue, Odette. And so I was like, I think I love A Um so So I really didn't expect to win that one, but then like I just really tried and concentrated and concentrated and tried and then got there and it was like, Oh, this is amazing. Um So that was really fun. I love the final four challenge. Um I love the final three challenge as well. And um, what else did I really, really like? I really enjoyed running around with Tessa in the jungle. I really enjoyed strategy chats with Jared and with Tessa in particular. I don't know why, but just like, there was this one moment where Tessa and I were, were in the water at Summertow and we were strategy chatting, but we were like pretending to just be like playfully chilling out and like, so every now and then I'll do like a laugh and she would do a laugh and then chuckle and it would be really loud so everyone would be like, oh look, they're laughing and playing but really, <laughs> sorry, strategy. It was just so fun. It was just so fun. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but just, yeah, I, I guess a lot of those moments they're kind of like, I guess strategy with the summertime vibe was a, a highlight as a whole. Yeah, nice. I love it. And, um, mate, is there anything you do differently? I, I feel like there's not too much, mate. You got to third place. I think that's a pretty phenomenal effort but okay. there's too much I, you do differently. I think one thing I do differently is potentially be a little bit more open to people had they burnt me. I think for me, when people like Luke or something, they tried to burn me once, I was really closed off to the idea of working with them again. And that's a fact, you know, for come up, for example, I did, you know, want to work with Luke on that. The Henry Blind side, then I wanted to work with him the vote after. So I was like, oh, we got the trust going, and he burnt me again. And I was like, well, you're dead to me. Uh, yeah. Like, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think in general, just being more open to working people after someone had screwed someone over or not. It's like knowing, yeah, I, I was good at knowing the game's dynamic, but and fluid. But 
as soon as I should have tried to appeal to Bucky more and be like, yes, Bucky, I want to work with you, even though I never did, but just tried to like even just sell him the story that I wanted to do with him. Because part of Bucky's problem with me was that I never, and I, it was really just with Bucky that this happened. Maybe I didn't talk too much about Henry either, but like I just never bothered with Bucky. Like mm. he had a big journey. He wants people to like kind of appeal to him, but I just never really gave him that. And because of that, he thought I was a goat, and all that drama happened. So yeah, I think overall it's like. Telling people maybe more fake stories when needing to, such as Lucky, and being more open to when people who burnt me. But overall, I think I was pretty good. I think I generally knew when I was being told the truth and when I was being lied to, except for Sarah, because she's an amazing liar. <laughs> uh, I could, yeah. Sarah, Sarah, yeah, wow. Really, really, really good player. Um, so, yeah. Now, there's, there's another, I guess another question that you mentioned that who were um, looking on, who, who did you see as some of the best players? You mentioned. Uh, Sarah and obviously Tessa, you guys are very close. Yeah, I would say Tessa and Sarah were amazing. I think Jared was one of the best players out there. I think he was probably the best player out there. I don't think you saw it. I think he was very under-edited, but I think it should be known how smart he was. Everyone thought they had their own little click with Jared. He was really, like, well-trusted, well-liked. He was, yeah, Jared, amazing player. Amazing, amazing, amazing player. Luke, I would say, really good player. And Elise, really good player. Obviously, um, Tessa and Sarah as well. Yeah, I would say a lot of good players. Um, AK was a really good player. Michelle was a really good player. Sorry, I just... Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like losing many. Yes, a lot of really good players. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, nice. No, that's good, man. That's good. Uh, I love it. Mate, you just... Uh, you mentioned the um, Lockie goat thing. What was the go there? Did you, as you say, was just sort of, was that just because uh, you weren't open to working with him and he just thought you weren't doing that with anyone or I think that's what he thought I think he yeah. just thought because I was so like no lucky because like he would he would come and be like oh you know Peter you know and I knew he would be telling me a fake story but yeah. he would be like do you want to do something like even when lucky came up to him and you see me fake to his face yeah I know like he was like oh Peter look, I know you don't want to work with me and I was like yeah I don't <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I just was so like I guess with everyone else they at least knew I was kind of potentially open to working with him at some point. With Bucky, I was just such a closed door to him. Yeah. It was like he could have knocked a thousand times and I just would not have answered that door. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's what kind of led to it. I think it was potentially frustration with me as well. So he thought I was someone who could be really easily manipulated, but then, you know, as you saw when they going to rock thing, he thought he could just start doing me like, you don't want to go to rock. And I was like, no, nah, I'll go to rock. And it was like, good shot. He was just like, what? Like, he just did not feel beside himself. It was like, this is what? He just didn't understand it. Um, mm. So, yeah, I just think Lucky didn't quite mess with me because I didn't want to follow him too much. Yeah, sure. And hopefully, uh, I've certainly seen, I think most people listening will have seen that uh, that's just one person's opinion and um, there's certainly more to it. And there's plenty of things that we can point to that, that you did, especially... Uh, obviously you had that type 5 but then you lost everyone you were the last one left and still managed to survive another uh, what 5, 6 votes after that as well I know I know yeah pretty proud of that pretty pretty proud of that Um, yeah it's all about seeing who you can work with and what your best move is and trying to really suffer everyone else's motivations and figuring out how they perceive you and how they perceive others and what they really think is their best move and then 
trying to capitalise on what you think everyone else is thinking in terms of what your best movie is. Sorry, that was a bit convoluted, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, I might have to just listen back to that, but yeah, I think it makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I that one three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Mate, and you reckon, surely we get season three, yeah? I feel like you guys had a you guys played a phenomenal season and gave it definitely the best shot. Surely it's gonna happen. Uh it's hard to say. So like, the ratings are good. They weren't like amazing, amazing. Well yeah. decent, no good exactly. Um but ten didn't like strike. But CBS has bought ten of course you know CBS is American Survivor, mm. so that's really good. Um Yeah, I I'm really hoping there's a season three. I really, really am. Mate, and as a Survivor fan now having got to play, um are you still going to watch Survivor, or is that sort of you're all survived out for now? Have you been watching the most recent season, the, U- the current US season? Um, I watched the first episode. To be honest, I'm a little bit survived out. I need yeah. a little break from Survivor. I feel like it, it, it's very consuming, especially when it's on TV, and it's just I just need some time to kind of step back from that, and then I'm sure I'll jump back in and catch up on everything. So, yeah, I, I, for me, I just need a little bit of time away. But... um very much still a huge Survivor fan and we'll be watching and watching and watching and I would love if the next um if um ah, can't talk. if season 3 comes out showing Survivor I'd love to do like that power ranking stuff oh my god it looks like so much fun <laughs> mate I, 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 I stayed away from the pre-game stuff I feel like judging someone just on a picture and a couple of sentences of pre-game stuff is a bit harsh um, but mate I'm sure oh, that- <laughs> but mate, I'm sure you uh, may definitely dive in on that if that if that comes around again. I love it. <laughs> I mean, all the pregame stuff like really cliche. Like I'm here to win, and it's yeah. like, well, no good. <laughs> 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 oh, mate, too funny. I love it, man. Well, I, I think if there's nothing else from you, mate, it's been phenomenal to have this good you know, hour fifteen chat. Hope you enjoyed your night walk and a bit of a swing uh, as as you went. Had an amazing night. Thank you so much. Thank you for the channel. This is really good. Cheers, legend. Thanks so much. Thank you, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.